The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Raise your right hand if you ever struggle with faith. Okay? Keep them up there. Raise your other hand if your fears can sometimes overwhelm you. Welcome to the human race, right? (laughs) Keep them up, keep them up. We're not done yet. Let's take those things both tonight, struggling with faith, being overwhelmed by fear, and let's give them up to the Lord. Amen? Amen. Okay, go ahead and put your hands down. I'd like you to imagine with me being trapped behind enemy lines. Walls and razor wire imprison you in a concentration camp. There are guards who watch your every move. They're fingers right on the trigger, their guns are aimed at you. But then one day, rescue. Commandos storm the camp. They take out the enemy and they airlift you out of there. You're home. Home free. That's kind of what it was like, this move from Egypt to Canaan. From the land of slavery to the promised land, then of freedom. So imagine with me now the life of an Israelite slave. Every day you get up only to make bricks. (laughs) You are a machine of the state. You're not even a human being. And what holds you there? Certainly their power, their force, their intimidation, but ultimately it's fear. If you don't make bricks, If you don't make enough bricks, if you don't make good enough bricks, if you try to escape from making bricks, they will beat you or kill you or torture your family. That has been reality for hundreds of years before you and it is the only thing that is in front of you. And then God sends Moses and Aaron and 10 mighty plagues. And the last one kills every firstborn Egyptian son, including Pharaoh's firstborn son. And he finally says, get out, leave, go. The Egyptians are so desperate for you to leave, they load you up with silver and gold and fine clothing. And so loaded with that plunder, you leave enemy territory defiantly cocky. Hmm. Until... Stubborn Pharaoh changes his mind and his murderous army is closing in behind you. 
and a treacherous, impassable sea is in front of you, and you are trapped, you are going to die. Terror, sheer terror. You know, at least in those disaster movies that we watch, everybody makes a run for it, right? Trying to escape. Not here, not at the Red Sea. There's no way out. Pompous escapees quickly become terrified prisoners once again. And so they turn on Moses and on God. We should have never left. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than to die out here. Have you ever wondered why people can so often get trapped and not be able to leave horrific circumstances in their life, like abusive relationships or addictions, etc.? And it seems to be at times it's because what they know, as bad as it can be, is better than what they don't know, the fear of the unknown. You see, this is not a story for us of just long time ago, thousands of years ago. It's a story for us because what it does is it illustrates a deeper slavery, but also a greater freedom. The Egyptians reveal greater enemies that we have. And that hopeless brick-making slavery helps us understand a deeper and greater slavery to sin and to death and the power of the devil and the grip that it has on our lives. Being pinned back down against the Red Sea and facing that inevitable death reminds us how helpless we all are and how we desperately have to be rescued. The fear that controlled them as slaves, the fear that paralyzed them there at the Red Sea, we know that fear, don't we? Not just the creepy, scary things that make us shriek, like mice and snakes and spiders in the dark. No. Deeper fears that incapacitate us and therefore master us and control us. Things like the fear of failure or rejection, of never being accepted or being abandoned and alone, of never being good enough or that life is just simply meaningless. These kinds of fears and many more can all dominate our lives and then it controls how we think and how we act and how we see the world. Fear leaves us stuck and keeps us from moving forward, and then it it sabotages the few stable things that we do have in our lives. But all of these kinds of fears, they only betray a deeper fear, the deepest fear of all, which is for death itself. Not just the pain and the suffering that can come with death. No, it's finality. The separation. Being alone ceasing to exist. These last two years have reminded us how much we fear death. We have been so afraid of dying that we've often stopped living. And we've become so afraid of physical death that we've not thought much about spiritual death, which is far worse. But you see, my friends, pure fear is the threshold to pure faith. When everything's out of our control. When we're pinned up against the Red Sea and the Egyptians are charging at us. When death has you in its grip 
and you can do nothing. But he can. And he opens up the sea and you pass through. And then it closes in on your mortal enemies. And as you stand there on the other side, they're doing the dead man's float. Your enemies will never control you again. They're gone. You are free. Home free. This was a geographical journey for the, for the Israelites from the land of slavery and Egypt into the promised land, into the land of freedom. But the greater journey is that of the human heart. With fear removed, then we are free for faith. God did not save the Israelites because they believed. The Israelites believed because God saved them. And he has saved you. God has defeated far greater enemies for you. Jesus has defeated your enemies at his cross. The sin that dictates your heart. Satan who constantly accuses you and says, there's no hope for you. And the death that's hanging over our heads like a dark cloud. This entire Old Testament episode illustrates for us and helps us just begin to comprehend the greater salvation God has given us at that cross. How Jesus has come and stormed the enemy camp and rescued us. What he did for us on that cross, my friends, has now been given to us. Jesus says to you and me tonight, go forward. Walk through that sea. And you have in your baptism. And now you stand on the other side. Your enemies are destroyed. They are drowned in those waters. They cannot harm you. They cannot control you. You are free. Home free. My friends, Egypt is behind us. It can't harm us. We're on the other side of the Red Sea. So let us leave behind the land of slavery to fear. Let's enter the land of freedom, the land of faith. What do you have to fear? I just look at that cross. Is there anything that Jesus has not saved you from? Is there anything that he cannot conquer for you? Is there anything to fear if he is your Lord. Paul writes this in Romans 8. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. My friends, we have nothing, nothing to fear. Before you leave tonight,
as I hope you do every time you come in to worship, stop by this font. Look at the Red Sea. It is now behind you. We are standing on the other side. We have nothing to fear. But if you do and you're struggling with those fears, then stop by this font. Don't just touch these waters tonight. Take that fear and plunge it into the water. Destroy it in there. And then take that water and make the sign of the Holy Cross on your body. The sign of your victory in Jesus. And tell yourself tonight, I am free. And the Holy Spirit will flood your heart with faith.